Is this thing on? So listen up. If you have sensitivity to certain language, turn down the volume for just a few seconds while giving appropriate greeting. Hey, assholes. I missed you. And it's good to be back. Thank you for the many messages sent through the email, through Facebook, through all the other platforms. I have missed you. But, you know, we had the voting going on for the People's Choice Podcast Awards. I didn't want to throw any more shows out there. I needed to take a break from, you know, all the trying to jam things in, trying to get things better. And where I don't have sponsors or anybody else to fucking answer to, I wasn't worried about pumping out just complete bullshit just to give your lovely ears something to listen to. Now, I appreciate the stuff. I have a responsibility to you guys, but my responsibility is do something competent, do something that's worth listening to, and do it for the right reasons. And we're going to get more into that as we get into the second part of the show. But, you know, there's been so much going on. And thank you guys for all the contact. So, as many of you know, especially if we're on Facebook together, or you went to the Diary of a Bald Man page on Facebook, uh, we were we were blessed that things did not get as bad as they could have. But there's been some challenges. Uh, with Dad having his stroke, and with the wife having her surgery, uh, even though her surgery was not really, you know, critical in the sense that it was life-saving. It, it was improving, you know, her life, and it was improving her ability to breathe. Uh, but there was just a lot going on, you know. And thanks to my amazing clients that I work with and my amazing co-workers, uh, you know, I was able to get a, a good work-life balance in order to get these things squared away, right? Because when we have so many outside inputs and so many outside things going on, we got to remember that to take those breaks. And like I said, we'll get into that in the second part. But I, you know, I just want to give a special shout out. You know, one of the things that I had to admit, um, there were some challenging days, you know, and I got involved in some conversations with people and they were having far worse of a time than I was. But, you know, when I looked at what I was getting, just reviewing them, you know, things like Daniel Hughes. Daniel Hughes does these funny little quips about marriage, you know, and Tyson, Tyson, I know we've known each other since the U.S. Nitrogen, but Tyson Silvers, you know, he's always putting out these things, you know, about our faith, you know, and believe and believe in a higher being and a believe in yourself and sacrifices and things like that. And Katie Simmons and quite a few many others uh, that without knowing it helped me get through some challenging times. Now, producing the show is not a challenge. Coming up with content, not a challenge. You know, you see all these things that are people are interested in. After listening to the shows, you know, you get people sending in email requests. And there's been so many emails asking, hey, Alan, why don't you read the emails again? Well, we'll get into that, you know, again at some point when the time is right. You know, when the content is right. I mean, quite a few of it. I, the listenership in California has exploded. Listenership in Nashville, you know, Nashville is just fucking taken off in this, you know, here in Tennessee. And I don't know how because Jelly Roll, Jelly Roll, if you're listening, you and your wife are amazing. You guys do great stuff, Bunny. Love you guys. Uh, keep on rocking. But, you know, that that's Jelly Roll's area. But, you know, what I've seen is like there's been an increase uh, on TikTok. You know, I'm not really the doing too much on the TikTok. I'm still trying to learn that process. It was helped to promote the show, to get, you know, content out there. 
to see the content others were going out. You know, come up with ideas because when you research a show, you want to make sure, hey, is this something other people are listening to? Is it something relatable? Is it something that's going to improve the life? And some of it I just do because it's funnier than shit. Uh, you know, Nunley, yeah, he just came out being in the Air Force. And this motherfucker is funny as hell. Uh, I'd have to look up his full name. i just go by Nunley. You know, and if you look up uh, Bunny XO's podcast thing, um, you know, she had him on. He is fucking hilarious. So, you know, some of the things and some of the shows that are out there, yeah, it, it, it may be historical in reference. It may talk about murder, suicide. You know, things are happening in around the world. But then it gets you caught up and it, it, your mind just gets trapped because you want to know what happens next. So I had to take a break. You know, there were family things that were going on and I had to focus on that. You know, I had to focus on the things that were important. And again, thanks to Tyson Silvers and Katie, KD, not KT, KD Simmons and so many others, Daniel Hughes. You know, you guys, without knowing it, helped me get through some of those uh, challenging days. You know, so I appreciate it. I love you guys. Um, you know, Dusty Bucket, YouTube brother, seeing your Dusty Buckets and the things that you're putting out, I, I appreciate it. And uh, it means a lot. It really does. So let's get into this for a minute here. You know, I don't know what's been going on with you. Send me an email, diaryofballman1968 at gmail.com and tell me what the hell you've been doing. So many people are asking about the you know, did I win the award or anything like that? So it just closed out yesterday. So the People's Choice Podcast Awards just closed out. All my subscribers, listeners, followers that are on the Facebook page, you know, they got to see that on the diary uh, page. I didn't want to put too much of out there on other platforms, uh, you know, because you want to keep things like in one bowl, right? So everybody's getting it. And it's kind of hard because... I'll put things on Instagram, but you can't respond to that in the same way. You know, you put little things down. And so the Facebook page just made it easier. Uh, I didn't put it on because people were like, Alan, why didn't you put this on the diary of a baldman.com page? And I was like, well, you know, like I said, I want to keep it in this bowl. Because if you have a flavor profile, you're going to go to that restaurant. You're going to get that particular thing or a bar, whatever it is that has what you desire what you like, and you'll seek it out, right? You'll try and find something else. It's like going to a waffle house. You get a waffle here, you get your eggs, you get your ham, and you have that consistency. So I want Diary of Bald Men to stand out, right? I do not have sponsors. If you want a sponsor, um, it, it's not for, you know, me to raise money for, you know, this charity or help you increase sales and stuff like that. I've got a whole fucking show you guys are going to listen to about social media influencers and about sales and how they get people to buy things, which is, there's nothing wrong with that. Some of these devices, some of these things, you know, I never knew were out there. I didn't know how beneficial it is to our lives, you know, some of these little things. But then I saw the dark side on uh, a little show that someone put together about how people were going broke, you know, buying all these things because they were so into the sales pitch or they get into a funnel, you know, they go in to buy this. And now it's like, oh, for five more dollars, you can add a 10-year plan. Do you really need it? Or were those people just able to speak to you or manipulate that conversation in a way where you could not get away from it? 
you know, like I said, lots of good things out there. So I'm not going to slam influencers. Um, not yet. I got something for you motherfuckers on some of this stuff, though, and some of the tragedy that happens on that. But again, you know, buyer beware. If they don't do research, is it really all on them? Or are you researching on how to manipulate and get around that? Shame on you. I'd spank your ass if I could. So something else that went on today was the very last day. I've had this amazing intern uh, Aaron Sullivan, who's getting ready to retire from his position with the United States Army. Uh, this Friday, he'll be going back up to Fort Drum in New York and go through the process. And let me tell you some of the things that I learned during this. So Aaron is actually a 67 Tango. So he works on Blackhawks. So if you had a hard-on for Blackhawks or aviation, you know, this, this is one of those dudes that you would have enjoyed spending time with. Uh, so as he's getting ready to transition out, he was going through a program called CSP. Now, this is not the certified safety program that so many people out there, you know, consider with safety. Uh, it's just a program for transitioning military. So I met up with Aaron. Uh, we did some traveling together. Uh, we, we taught, you know, numerous clients a variety of things. He got to see outside of what he's doing in aviation safety with 10th Mountain Division, what it was like on the civilian side to see if it was comparable to see if this would give him a sense of accomplishment, if it was something he wanted to get into. And my company, I, I'm not going to say their name out loud. And I don't mean the company I own, the company I work for, because where I swear and stuff, some people, you know, are like, oh, well, you know, how can you do this and be such a good consultant and do these things? I'm just honest on my own show. These are my own opinions. It does not reflect anybody else. But the great company that I've been with for the past few years took a chance to help. You know, they, they've had interns before, but this was a whole different program. This is something new that they wanted to try. Not only did it mount to a great success for us, uh, because seeing how a military person views it, let's say general industry, and how their approach is to communicate. I'm a veteran, right? I could communicate with people, but I've been out of that, you know, um, setup where the military, you know, you have chain of command, things like that. And had so many years of civilian now, but I could still incorporate it. I grew up in a military family, went into the military, been around military people as a contractor. So I know the mindset. I know the approach. I know the areas, you know, that you can touch on, that you can brief people on, and other things you have to avoid. But this was great. Uh, the clients were impressed with him. You know, he took a chance by reaching out to me on LinkedIn and saying, hey, can I intern for you? Didn't want no money because, you know, of the program that he was in, the military was still paying him. Didn't ask for anything. We were in a hotel one night. Uh, this was in North Carolina. We were going to see clients of Forest City. And one of the most human things I've ever seen from anybody. I, I carry a picture of my wife with me constantly. His daughter drew this picture out and he opened it and set it on the table between her beds. Now I was going to cuddle with him just so we could save money and shit, you know, but I was like, that was amazing. You got to take a moment to take your family with you. So when you're separated, you have that little piece of paper, that little thing, and it could be a scratch. It could be just a couple notes. Hey, I love you. I'm going to miss you. I'm thinking about you. Hurry up and get your ass home. 
And that gives them that mindset, get this shit done, pack your stuff, get back on the road. You know, we forget the little things that enhance our day. You know, I told you about the issues with uh, my dad, my wife, and how my friends on Facebook, without directly knowing that I was going through anything, I'd just say, hey, thank you, please say a prayer, blah, blah, blah. You know, but not the stress from being remote from family and not being able to provide for them. And then other stresses of being right here for your family and not being able to do. You know, stress can knock the shit out of you. And I am grateful for Aaron because I was stressed because I've never had an intern before. I've had people work under me, Drew Fife, uh, Shane, and so many others that in the safety we got to come up together, they got to see what worked or didn't work for me. And they could take that and say, well, that shit's not going to work in my industry. I'm going to have to change it. And Aaron did that with me too, you know, giving me outside views and saying, but what if? Challenging, building me. He built me up even better. I am a better safety professional now. And I hate to say that. I never go into these safety things and say, hey, safety professionals, fuck that. If you go into some of these uh, social media things, you'll see how unprofessional some of them can be. So I don't say safety professionals. I said, hey, Bill, Ted, everybody, love you guys. But I don't say that because... This is a trade. You know, I'm not a football player. I'm not a professional sports player. You know, I we have to develop. We have to acclimate. We have to get adjusted to clients' situations. So I'm a life learner. And Aaron, you taught me so much by what I did know, but what I still have yet to learn. And this show is dedicated to you, brother. Godspeed. Thank you for your service. Thank you for the incredible time. Uh, thank you for the camaraderie and in educating me as much as I had educated you. And when we get back, let's talk about this. Let's talk about some of the stresses, some of the breaks and things we need to do for our mental health moving forward. Just like I took a break from the podcast to focus, not just because of the award show, but to focus on critical areas to improve my life and the lives of those around me. I love you. Stay there, stay tuned in, listen to music, and we'll be back in just a moment. Thank you. 
顔Alan Wolford has produced this podcast for entertainment purposes. Neither this nor any other podcast he produced constitute legal, medical, marital, sexual, or professional advice. The opinions and views presented by Alan are his own and do not reflect the views or opinions of employers, clients, family, Facebook groupies, promotional sponsors, or baby Jesus. Any health information shared or mentioned as an alternative does not create any patient-physician relationship or other professional relationship between the audience and the presenters. No person listening to any podcast from this rocket surgeon should act or refrain from acting based on the content of a podcast without first seeking appropriate professional advice and or counseling. Nor shall the information be used to substitute for professional advice and counseling. As stated earlier, this show is for entertainment purposes, not how to lead or change your life, do what is best for you or what your spouse approves of. Alan Wolford and all guests of the show expressly disclaim all liability relating to any actions taken or not taken based on any and all contents of this site. You have stopped to search for something intellectual and fulfilling. You've tuned into the diary of a bald man, and there is no going back. Let the loading, groaning, and bitching begin. All five, four, three, two, one. And we're back. Hey, sinners, welcome back to the shit show. This is Alan Wolford, the Chrome Dome with the microphone. And for those that are first joining us for the first time, yes, there is some adult language in this. So if it is not your thing, email me, let me know. I say at the end of every show, plan, prepare, communicate. Communication is so important. But then engage. If you're going to communicate, you have to engage with me. You have to say, Alan, I'm shy. Well, okay, you started the ball rolling. You sent me a message. You tell me what you want, and I will try and get it to you. There are so many times that people just shut down. You know, we hear something we don't like. We see something don't like. Some of us are people of action. Some are people of reaction. And it's all in the environment. It's all in what we hear, see, and do. In today's fast-paced world, it is easy to get caught up in the whirlwind of responsibilities, deadlines, and constant connectivity. I mean, everybody's always got a hand on a phone or on a computer. There's constant input. Admit, you know, when we think in the, the beginning of all this chaos, we often forget to prioritize our mental well-being. However, taking a break from our hectic routines can prove to be a valuable antidote to stress and anxiety. Simply turning off, you know, sounds and surrounding yourself with nature and turning off music and listening to just people talk. So let's explore this. So let's look at the importance of taking a break and how it can benefit from mental health, whether it be a break from podcasts, a break from, you know, physical exercise, 
you know, constant physical stress also helps reduce other stress. But when we immerse ourselves in nonstop work or obligations, even self-enforced, our stress levels can skyrocket. Cortisol goes up. Taking a break allows our minds to relax and unwind, giving us a chance to distance ourselves from the sources of stress. Engaging in enjoyable activities during the break, whether it's spending time in nature, reading, pursuing a hobby, or simply resting, helps release tension and reduces anxiety. Think about it. When's the last time you had a complete day, no stress? And it's been a long time. Every time you look at that phone, every time you read an email, some kind of stress has developed. And have you ever noticed that when you take a short break from a task just to get away, you can return to it with renewed energy and focus? Now, that phenomenon is called the rest and reset effect. It gives our minds a break, allows us to recharge, and enhances our cognitive abilities, including creativity and problem solving. Thus, breaks can lead to increased productivity and better performance. So, if you're working on a task and you're just bogged down, you can't think, step away. It's like this said, once you stop thinking about it, it'll come back to you. You'll get a better idea. But those long periods of continuous focus can lead to mental fatigue, tunnel vision, and diminished concentration because you just can't get it out of your mind. These short little breaks or interludes we take, hey, we prevent cognitive overload and give our brains a chance to consolidate that information, maybe look at it from a different side, you know, and then get back and stay focused on the task. You know, one person once told me, he said, uh, I was working on something for a program and to get into it, it was construction related. And we were trying the best way to have multiple craft work in one zone. The problem was we had cranes in operation. Uh, we had guys that needed to be in a confined space because we were getting close to turning the key on this and getting this project rolling. So I kept trying to think because the, the manpower that was necessary just for the pick to swing the crane, to get the item set down, to get that coal box mounted, then the guys with the scaffolding to get in, then the guys that had to get in the confined space and start making connections, get this project rolling. I sat three hours straight and I had nothing. You know, I'm like, if this does this, if this does that. Then I walked away. I got called to go look and inspect one of the tool setting areas. And as I was doing it, I saw how they had staged things up. And I said, how did you do this? They said, well, in the daytime when traffic was down, we, we brought the connexes in. When traffic picked up, then we started unloading and stacking. Then as the traffic around the perimeter started to break down, we brought in the wools and we started setting the materials up top. And it hit me. I got to thinking right then, and my whole pride program just changed immediately. I was able to get the crane operators and the guys to set their equipment inside a partial structure. So what we did is we had the scaffold guys go out and they put their mud sills down. They set, you know, the bottom section in and they got up two sets. So there was plenty of room for the crane to get in and around manipulate. Nothing would get hung up. There was entryways, controlled entryways inside the scaffold where the guys with the tag lines could get in. The guys that were going to be down by the bolt down area. They got it. They set it. As soon as it dropped, those guys started bolting. Scaffolding went up. That first section, after it was connected, the engineers uh, verified that it was set. 
We disconnected the crane, backed it away. The scaffolding went up on the other area that was outside the drop zone. Nothing was going to hit them. Then the scaffold guys went to the backside. Confined space guys went in. They were outside the drop zone. When they finished and came out, the scaffolding went up. And we got it done three hours faster than previously planned. Taking a break isn't just about stepping away from work or problems or just life issues. It's also an opportunity to connect with loved ones. You know, I talked about stepping away from work, you know, and I talked earlier about how my company gave me a great work and life balance. But that's one of the problems. We tell ourselves, we'll fucking lie to ourselves and say, I do this, I do this, and I do this for my family. Now, there's more than just putting money in. And in today's economy, I know it seems like you need more, but do you really? Or are we just spending more, you know, to maintain a balance or a lifestyle? And there's another stress. Oh, we always have steak on Friday. Hmm. Let's, how about let's have hot dogs? How about let's do this? You know, our lifestyle, the things we desire, the things that, you know, are out and, you know, the Joneses are doing, that's not our responsibility. Step back. Give your bodies a break. You know, don't just think about the mental health. Give your body a break. Get it away from that monotonous, always set structure. You know, I know people, and the wife and I have done this. We planned on it. What's our menu for this week, right? And then we want to stick to it. But after a long fucking day of work, do you want to stand over a hot stove for two and a half hours? I like to cook. I enjoy it. My wife's found so many uh, new recipes on TikToks. We've tried like three this week. And it's only fucking Tuesday. So let's say Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Um, but it was enjoyable stuff. The shit was great. I enjoyed it. But, you know, then there's that, again, that stress. We want to get this. We want to try these things. And now we're pushing ourselves. Oh, let's get this. Let's take a break. We enjoying the food, but let's take a break. Let's sit back with a fucking, you know, grilled cheese sandwich. Let's get away and just focus on that family time. You know, my wife sits around me when we cook or we cook and concert, you know, she'll be doing something, I'll be doing something, and it's a great time. And I get to pinch on her ass cheeks when she's not looking. But, you know, think about the loved ones. Let's not say, I'm doing this for them, I'm doing this for them. No, it's just another out. You're adding stress and say, hey, yeah, I'm work, I'm done with this. Put the phone away so you're not getting your fucking emails. Put it into airplane mode, whatever you got to do. But if you're going to give your family or your job attention, Give it your entire attention at that time. But when that time is up, fucking back away. Back away. Spending that quality time with family and friends nurtures our emotional well-being and creates a, a support system that help us cope with life challenges. Remember what I said about Katie Simmons and, you know, Dusty Bucket and the, uh, Dan Hughes and the others. I didn't spend quality time with them. I took a step away got my coffee in the morning, and they came in and helped me with some of life's challenges just by taking my mind off the stress, the mind of where do I focus at today? What is my target? What is this? And said, take care of yourself first. You can't help anybody if you don't take care of yourself because you're going to crash when they do. You have to focus on yourself because if everybody else is away from you, are, are they your responsibility at the time? No. My parents are my responsibility. My sisters, my brothers, I love them all. But I can't always be there for them. 
God's going to take care of or whatever deity you believe in. So take care of yourself and then get out there and help them. You know, like I said, strong social connections, and this is outside of work, are crucial for maintaining good health because they're going to point out, hey, you're over-focusing on this. You're doing too much on that. Back away. And taking a break gives us a chance to reflect, you know, is this so important that I need to put this much time and effort into it? It helps with everything, our thoughts, our feelings, overall state. We can be more in tune with ourselves if we actually reflect on this. Why are we getting panicky over this? Is there too many emails? Is there too many people asking for things? And just on occasion, tell them, no, I've got to focus on this. Remember what I said, focus one thing at a time and have the ability to say no. Because if you don't, you're going to, you're not going to notice the signs of burnout. You're not going to see the emotional exhaustion. You're going to be tired and say, oh, I got to do this. You have to be self-aware to empower yourself to protect yourself. Because again, you know, you're not going to fucking do everything for everyone. You know, we want to, but if you are very proactive and you recognize and you see what's going on, you know, you're going to have a better life. You're going to be better at work. Say no, turn shit off, you know, reach out to your friends, but don't bitch to them. Don't tell them about having a hard fucking day because you know why? You're not going to focus and see what they're going through and be able to help them either. You know, we... We are not weak by saying, hey, I've got a problem. You don't have a problem. You have a fucking challenge. I I don't have problems. I have challenges. You know, my problem is if I don't take on these challenges, if I don't think on how to fix them, if I don't do that, then I'm fucked and then I'm fucking down the chain. But I'm not worried about the chain. I'm holding my own link first so I can hold the others. Again, think about things that we overindulge in, that we put too much into. You know, I've, I've got numerous friends that are constantly, you know, they get one bit of training, get another bit of training, and it's like, do you need that for your client? Do you need that for you? Well, no, I just want to have it in case it comes up. I said, so you're lacking in your other skills because you're over-focusing on these. Stop and become as best you can in this, and then add more to it. I said, read on it, take time, don't focus, don't stretch yourself out, and don't go crazy trying. Plan as much as you can for one day. Plan to have a great and better next day. Prepare for the bad times. You know, step away. Keep yourself sane. Take your vitamins. See your doctors. Talk to your loved ones. Talk to strangers. If I can go up and hug a stranger, I'll do it. Communicate your needs. Communicate your desires, communicate your, your challenges, and people may have a, you know, a whole answer for you. Just like when I stepped away from the program that we really had to get down and somebody telling me how they did something completely different gave me a total and great response to a program nobody else could come up with. And I didn't come up with it, watching others do it and timing it based off of what was going on. That's all it took. Simple. Pause. Step back. Turn your head. Listen to music. Pick up a book. Engage in life. Now get the fuck out of here, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening. God bless you. I love you. Go. You've been listening to The Diary of a Bald Man. 
How do you feel? A little dizzy? Maybe a little nauseous? That was one hell of a ride, I know. It's our passion to make you feel as uncomfortable as possible. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We know we had a blast. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show. We'll be back soon, but in the meantime, Google Alan the Safety Guy. You'll find all the socials there. Connect with us or else. See you next time on Diary of a Bald Man. Ha <laughs> ha